Ecclesiastes 6, 9-11 Better what the eye sees than the roving of the appetite. This too is meaningless, a chasing after the wind. Whatever exists has already been named, and what man is has been known. No one can contend with one who is stronger than he. The more the words, the less the meaning. And how does that profit anyone? Solomon here tying everything together. Uh, the better that what the eye sees than the roving of the appetite. The roving of the appetite referring to wasting time dreaming. Wishing for what one doesn't have. The grass is greener, right? It's it's the idea, and, and you see a cow, right? Cattle along a fence line, and they their grass on their side has been trampled on, stepped on. And uh, they stick their heads and necks through the fence line if they can to get the grass on the other side because it's greener it's better it's it's but they can't get over there and they're striving to and sometimes the fence line leans but they're contained with where they are and we need to be contained by what we have and be content with what we already have in our possession not straining or thinking Oh man, it would be so much better if, that word, if, whatever exists has already been named and what man is has been known. No one can contend with one who is stronger than he. God knows and directs everything that happens to us and he is in complete control over our lives, even though at times it may not seem like it. We have questions. Those questions are great and we can ask God. But does the, or do the questions drive us to doubt? The, the, the father of the boy who had an unclean spirit, and he said, I do believe, but help me in my unbelief. It's the belief that guides us to Jesus. It's the belief that we know he can do it. And when he can't, or when, when that question, that unbelief, overwhelms the belief, then we become stagnant. I do believe. Help me in my unbelief. I do question and I do have concerns, but let the questions not become doubt and let not let the question or the concerns become worry. Solomon's telling us that the more words, the less meaning we need to be concise with our words to God as well as to others, to man. To be honest. Let me challenge us to completely and fully do as Jesus asked us, deny ourselves, pick up our cross and follow him. To trust him means we can walk in obedience. Asking when when there's concerns, Lord, may they not turn to worry. When there's... um, Unbelief, may it not become so deafening, so difficult that I don't ask for help in me in my unbelief. May we walk out in total obedience to God by trusting in Him, being intentional with Him, being loyal 
to him, surrendering all that we are and submitting fully and completely on whose we are. We're his. And he's gifted us with his spirit to walk out and not make life meaningless or chasing after the wind, to be content with what we have, where we're at, but to continue to press into God so he presses us forward into his desire, into his will, his way, his path. It doesn't get any better than that. Trusting in him. And may that trust overflow from you and affect those around you. That they see Jesus through you without you ever having to even say a word. He did it. He does it. <laughs> Let's continue to do it. Let's do it.